Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Just Sports Podcast, where we only talk sports. I'm your host, Will. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Just Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Will. And today, we have episode 29 of the Just Sports Podcast. It's a very special episode today for you guys. We are doing a live NFL draft reaction. So basically, me and the guys, we're, we're watching the NFL draft right now as I speak. And it's going to be live reaction, so we're going to be talking about some of the picks. Maybe we'll see some pretty shocking picks and trades, but it'll all be live. It'll be our live reaction. So I'm really excited. We're going to have quite a few guests. Um, we have Josh. Josh is back. I think he's been on, like, what, 10 episodes in a row or something. But, Josh, uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. And we have making his first ever Joe Sports Podcast appearance. We have Anthony. Anthony, uh, how, how does it feel? to be on the podcast today man it feels good I'm, I'm glad I got invited thank you so much yeah anytime uh also we may see an appearance from Charlie he is he has told us that he will more than likely tune in when the Lions are on the clock we might also see Jack Bardis join and we might also see Ryan join as well so it's going to be a very exciting night unfortunately for timing uh we'll only be reacting to picks one through 16 Unless it goes really quickly, which I'm guessing it is not going to because it usually doesn't. But uh, just 1 through 16 live reactions. So um, so uh, I'll go to you guys. Uh, what are your thoughts heading into uh, pick number one? And um, what teams should we look out for in this draft? So I feel like it's kind of obvious Trevor Lawrence is the first pick. But I would not be surprised if the Patriots trade up for a pick. Yeah, you know, I'm right there with you. I think if Mac Jones doesn't go third, I think we could definitely see the Patriots move up. Uh, I think if Mac Jones doesn't go third, then he'll probably drop to 15. Um, but we'll have to see. And as I was talking, we got another one of our guests to join. Jack Bardis is here. Jack, how are you doing today? I mean, I'm good. I just came to pop in and see how things were going. But I'll be All back, right. though. All right, we just started, so uh, feel free to drop in any time. I, I will. All right. So, uh, yeah, like, like Anthony said, Mac Jones, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised to see him drop or the Patriots trade up. Another team I think I'm really looking out for is the Denver Broncos. They're kind of in an interesting position. They just traded for Teddy Bridgewater. You know, they have Bridgewater and Locke, but will they potentially draft another quarterback? I think it would be interesting to see. Also looking at the Carolina Panthers because they just traded away their starting quarterback. And the two quarterbacks on their roster at the time, as we speak, is Will Greer and P.J. Walker. So they, at the eight spot, could very well snag a quarterback as well. So we'll have to see. Josh, what team are you looking out for in this draft that you think could maybe shock us a little bit? I'm looking out for the Jaguars, obviously, Trevor Lawrence. And they might sign Tim Tebow as a tight end. Yeah, I saw um, that. That's interesting. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes this season. So um, as we wait for the Jaguars to make their pick here, uh, I just want to ask you guys, I think we know that Trevor Lawrence is almost pretty much a lock to go number one here. But I want to know, if Trevor Lawrence doesn't go, who would you guys see potentially having a very small chance of getting this number one pick? We'll go to Josh. 
Um, if the Jaguars don't draft Lawrence, I think it's going to be Justin Fields, uh, next best QB on the draft board. Very talented, um, great quarterback, uh, one of the best in this draft class, right behind Trevor Lawrence. So if they, for some reason, don't get Lawrence, they're definitely going Justin Fields. Yeah, like I said, fully hypothetical. Anthony, uh, do you agree that Justin Fields would be the number one pick if in the super crazy, you know, condition that the Jets, I mean, that the Jaguars don't take Trevor Lawrence? Anthony, you there? All right, we'll see where Anthony went. But for me, I think Justin Fields is also um, the second-best quarterback in this class, although he's kind of being slept on by some of the GMs and coaches. Um, so I would also see Fields going first if, for whatever reason, Lawrence doesn't go first. We'll have to see. So, uh, yeah, uh, Lawrence, Locke, um, Josh, what, give us some insight as to why you see Lawrence as the number one quarterback. What stands out about him to you? Well, his completion percentage, his touchdowns, um, like much better than anyone else in this draft class. Uh, he's just so talented. He can throw the deep ball accurately. Um, I just don't see anyone up there with him, like Justin Fields, like they're all good, Mac Jones, um, Zach Wilson, like they're all really good QBs coming into this draft, but they're just nothing compared to Trevor Lawrence and what he's done with Clemson. Yeah, I agree. Uh, when you look at Lawrence, he's truly the complete package at the quarterback position. I think the first thing you have to look at is his physical stature. I mean, the guy's six six, I think. So, and he's he's a big guy, and you know, being that tall is certainly an advantage at that quarterback position. And then you also look at his throwing arm. He can make any throw on a football field that he needs to. He has pinpoint accuracy. Also, he has the arm strength to make throws deep downfield. And then I think another attribute that is becoming increasingly important in today's NFL is the ability to get outside the pocket and create plays with your legs. And we saw Lawrence do that multiple times in his college career at Clemson. You know, we saw it in the ACC championship game against Notre Dame. He used his legs multiple times against Ohio State in the college football playoff semifinal. I think he had like a 60-plus yard touchdown run against them. So his legs are a very important part of his game. And yeah, like like I said, he's just uh, he's just the complete package at that quarterback position. So um, I mean, yeah, there he sure he's young, experience might be a little bit of an issue, but I don't see any other weaknesses in his game. Do you, Josh? I do not, but I just wanted to throw some stats in there. Um, okay, Justin Fields is right behind Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has twenty four. Uh, touchdowns in his college career and five interceptions to Justin Fields, 22 touchdowns and six in interceptions. And um, they both have around or just below a 70% completion percentage. So they get to the ball to the wide receivers in a good spot. 
They're good at locating the open man. Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence has a thousand more yards than uh, Justin Fields, but um, I think it's pretty close uh, to compare the two. Yeah, I agree. But it it sure does seem that Trevor Lawrence, I mean, not Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields is being a little bit slept on in this year's draft. But um, as you point out, uh, Lawrence is mm-hmm. great as well. And Anthony has rejoined. Anthony, uh, we're just talking a little bit about Trevor Lawrence. Um, we said he is more than likely a lock for the first pick. Uh, what, what do you think about Trevor Lawrence uh, at that number one spot, potentially? Okay. It has come to my attention that Anthony is uh, featuring some uh, technical issues. Oh, he's back. Here he is. Anthony. Uh, we can hear hey, you. Hey, sorry. I, I have no idea what happened. <laughs> hey, it's all good. No worries. Uh, Anthony, we were just talking a little bit about Trevor Lawrence. I don't know if you heard me, but uh, Trevor Lawrence, what do you think about him? Uh, are you ta- well... Uh, when I left, you were you asked me uh, if Trevor Lawrence didn't get picked, uh, who would you who uh, else yes. pick? Uh, I was just going to say I agree completely with Josh. I mean, I don't see why Trevor Lawrence would not get picked in any situation, but I do think that Justin Fields will get picked if not uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think you missed it, but me and Josh were talking – um, you know, Trevor Lawrence, what stands out about his game to you? What's so good about him that makes him this, you know, almost a lock to be first pick? I mean, he just played great in his college days. And you just, you see he's mobile, he's accurate, he can throw on the run. So that is, uh, uh, you can just see it everywhere. I mean, when he played, he was just outstanding. Yeah, I definitely have to agree with you, and I think Jacksonville will also agree with you. When they eventually pick, I mean, they're taking forever. I mean, there's these random guys on the stage right now uh, playing some music, so we'll have to wait a little bit longer for Roger Goodell to waddle out there and uh, say the pick. So while we're waiting here, uh, let's talk uh, talk a little bit Aaron Rodgers, because I think that could have something to play into this draft. Uh, just today, a couple hours ago, Aaron Rodgers, uh, people inside the Packers organization have said that he does not want to play for Green Bay next year. Um, so, Josh, I'm going to send it to you. Aaron Rodgers, what do you think the odds are of him returning to Green Bay? I think the odds are close to zero, uh, although I don't see him uh, getting traded for a higher pick in this draft. Um, I don't think he's going to stay with the team. I think later in the offseason they're going to make a trade, get him off the Packers, and get him where he wants to play. All right. And right as you said that, there's Roger Goodell walking out to the stage. So uh, we're going to see Jacksonville on the clock here in a short few seconds. Um, Yeah, Trevor Lawrence projected – to go number one, Roger Goodell has now made it away to the podium. But yeah, like you said, Aaron Rodgers, I think uh, I don't think we'll see him play in green and yellow uh, again in his career, which is truly the end of an era in the NFL. It's going to be weird seeing him play 
for anybody else. Uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, any thoughts before we begin, uh, before this draft starts, guys? Well, uh, I just have to say, uh, if I can comment about the uh, Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers situation. Yeah, go I, for it. I totally think it was because of this postseason. He just had enough. That decision to, to a field goal, I don't think he liked that well. And you can hear me talked about it. He just, I didn't like it. So that might be a factor in why he might leave. Yeah, I think that's definitely a factor. I think he's fed up with, you know, they've been so close to the Super Bowl and they've just kind of fell short uh, just a, a few too many times for him to take. I think that's definitely a factor in it. And Roger Goodell seems to be giving a speech to the fans there. So, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. But um, say he doesn't come back to Green Bay. Where do you guys think he's going to land? Uh, he says he wants to go out west, but what do you guys think? Josh, you can go. Okay. Um, so I think he's going to clearly go somewhere warmer, somewhere where there's a better defense. Um, I don't really know where he's going to end up. Uh, there's a lot of good QBs on a lot of teams. Um, but we'll, we'll just have to see, I guess. I don't have any predictions on where he's going. All right. Anthony, do you have any predictions or just waiting to see? I mean, kind of just waiting. There's not really been any insight on where he will or wants to go. Besides, he just does not want to go back to Green Bay. So, yeah, I guess we just have to wait and see see where he wants to end up. Yeah, I agree with you guys. There hasn't been a whole, whole ton of insight um, on it yet. Uh, apparently, he said he wants to go out west, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him on the 49ers. Potentially, maybe a trade, although people inside the NFL have said there's 0% chance of that happening. You know, maybe the third pick for Aaron Rodgers, something like that. That would uh, surely be very, very, very intriguing, and it would shake up the NFL a whole lot. So we're still waiting I'm, for these people yeah, to say the first pick. I could, uh, I definitely could see him go to the 49ers. I just don't, don't see why they trade the third pick for an aging QB when they could get a young, talented quarterback like Trey Lance or Mac Jones. Yeah. Yeah. There's that logic too. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was just released today. So we really don't know a whole ton about it. Josh, I saw you unmuted. you have anything to say? Uh, I kind of like um, Aaron Rodgers on the 49ers. Uh, I like the win-now mentality. Um, I think that they can easily win with San Francisco defense. They just clearly need a QB. So I, I like that, uh, him on the 49ers. Yeah, I agree. Oh, they just, okay. So the Jacksonville Jaguars are officially now on the clock. They have 10 minutes now. So um, we were stalling for nothing. Uh, you guys have anything in particular you guys want to talk about to fill this time? Because we're going to have quite a bit of time to fill today. Talked about Aaron Rodgers. Uh... Uh, I mean, we can talk about uh, Madison Bumgardner's no-hitter. 
in seven innings, if that counts. Uh, All right. We're talking, you know, it's football, but we'll talk some baseball because mm-hmm. baseball is happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh, why don't you lead us off? You had this uh, this idea. Uh, why don't you kind of introduce it to us? Okay. So lots of people are saying that Madison Bumgarner's no-hitter doesn't count because it was in a double-header, which means that it's a seven-inning game. Lots of no-hitters are ruined in the last two innings of the draft of the game. Sorry. Um, too focused on the draft here. And so, but I think that um, Madison Bumgarner's no-hitter counts because it's in the rule book that it's seven innings. It's a rule. Like, it didn't get uh, rained out because of weather or anything. So, I think it, this no-hitter counts should be recorded in the rule book and down history. Okay. Uh, personally, I don't think it should officially count. It was a tremendous feat from a guy as old as Madison Bumgarner to throw a seven-inning no-hitter, no doubt. But so many other guys have thrown seven-inning, eight-inning, eight-and-a-half-inning no-hitters, and they don't get any recognition for it. So I think that kind of falls into that category. You know, I just don't see it. I don't think it should count, and if it does count, I think it should, you know, count maybe with a star next to it or an asterisk right next to it in the history books because it wasn't a complete game no-hitter. You know, it was a seven-inning no-hitter, and like I said, plenty of guys have well, done that before, so. It, it, yeah. was, a, it was a uh, complete game no-hitter because it was until the end of the game. And it he wasn't can't your control that the game innings. was seven innings. It was a doubleheader. That's how the rule book is. That's how the rule change is. It's, that's how it works now. No, you're right. But I, I, I just don't see it being in the same level as a nine-inning no-hitter. Um, like I said, put it, in the, put it in the history books, but put a little star asterisk next to it because it, it wasn't a nine-inning no-hitter but I understand where you're coming. Anthony, do you have anything to add to this? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I kind of have to agree with you. I mean, I just – seven innings, there's been so many, even perfect games. I think we had one a couple, a little bit ago that was ruined uh, in the last two innings. And I just – I mean, it definitely should count as a full game, but I just don't see it being as, like, spectacular as a nine-inning no-hitter. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree with you on that one. But like I said, uh, great for Madison Baumgartner. And we all we already saw a full game no hitter this year with uh, Carlos Rodon. Rodon, how do you say it? Rodon, Rodon, I think, pretty sure on the White Sox. Uh, he did a great job throwing a no hitter, and uh, Joe Musgrove as well from the Padres threw no hitter. So uh, it seems that no hitters are becoming maybe a bit more common. In today's, you know, baseball, surely strikeouts are becoming more common in today's baseball. Um, Anthony, do you, would you agree with the statement that no hitters are, while ex- still extremely rare, they may become more common in the future as we see more strikeouts and more hitters going with the home run approach? I mean... I you can't really tell if they're becoming more common as of right now. After the season, if you see many more 
no hitters than there were last season or the season before or even like many years before, I'd probably then say no hitters are becoming more common. But just right now, it might be that something's just not right and the pitchers are just doing great right now. And you, we'll just kind of have to wait and see if they're becoming more common or not. Yeah, I agree with that. Josh, uh, what do you have to say? I think they're going to be uh, a little more common. Um, pitchers are throwing like 101 now. Like Shohei Otani can throw that 101 mile per hour fastball and hit a home run in the same game. Um, I think they will become more common. Uh, I think batters will get used to it. Um, uh, later on in the season and in their careers, because, um, you know, it's been a change from uh, like 95 mile per hour fastball to like Chapman's 105 or like Shohei's 101. So people are throwing harder. They're moving. Uh, pitches are moving a lot more. So I think it will be a little more common. Yeah, you uh, you laid it out brilliantly there. So, uh, four minutes until the Jags pick will be in. So, uh, let's let's switch back to football here. They're talking about Urban Meyer, so why don't we talk about him as well? Urban Meyer was hired, came out of retirement uh, to coach the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I just want to, you know, kind of get your guys' thoughts on Urban Meyer. Do you think he'll be successful in Jacksonville? We'll go to Josh for this one first. Um. I think with Urban Myers, they have that little bit more chance of drafting Justin Fields, like you said earlier. Um, but I think that they will still stick with um, Trevor Lawrence, no doubt. But in the season, I don't see them doing very well. I mean, I see them doing better than last year. Uh, more improvement with new coach, new um, new QB. But I don't think they're going to be even close to a playoff team or anything. So uh, I don't see much improvement here. Okay. Anthony, uh, what do you think Urban Meyer will be able to do down there in Jacksonville? Uh, I think what he'll try and focus on is just building team chemistry with Trevor Lawrence, DJ Chark, James Robinson, just trying to get those three to be like a big offensive like hit because their defense is kind of subpar of the moment. So unless they get that defense up, I, I'd have to agree with Josh. I don't see them making the playoffs, or if they do somehow, I don't see them going far at all. Okay. Um, when Urban Meyer was hired, you know, it, it seems like a decent pickup for Jacksonville. Sure, there were better guys available, such as Eric Bienemi and Robert Saleh. Um, but there's definitely worse guys that they could have gone with. So I think Urban Meyer is a pretty solid pick. There is the concern that he has been, you know, he's been in retirement for, what, two years now? And he has, you know, health concerns that were linked to that retirement. So we'll have to see what happens. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, but for Urban Meyer, yeah, like you guys said, I think they will be a decent team. I think him and Trevor Lawrence will be able to work well because – Urban was a college coach, and Trevor will obviously be fresh out of college, so I think he'll you know, be able to kind of merge Trevor into the NFL very smoothly. And I don't know if you guys saw it, but the pick is in. 
for the Jacksonville Jaguars, so they'll probably be announcing it uh, shortly here. Hopefully they, they get on with it a little bit. Uh, yeah. That's, that's the one thing about the NFL draft that could be improved is it's very slow. It's a very slow process. Even though, even though everybody in the sports world knows that they're taking Trevor Lawrence, you know, the Jaguars, they still, gotta, they still have to take, you know, nine minutes to think about it, you know, and see if Trevor was the right fit for their team. So we'll see if Roger Goodell comes walking out here soon and yeah we'll just have to wait and see here uh let's talk let's talk fantasy football guys uh regarding trevor lawrence for fantasy football would you be looking or willing to draft him anthony we'll go to you um i would i'd have to see because if there's a better quarterback i might take him as my backup see how he does but I am I'm not gonna I would not rely on him fully to be my number one quarterback in fantasy football because if he does end up being subpar, it that would just be a huge bust and horrible. Yeah. Josh, what are your thoughts on Trevor Lawrence potentially in fantasy football? That's a long ways away, but Um like Josh, I'm gonna have to pause you. I'm gonna have to pause here. Okay. Goodell Goodell is about to let's see. And the pick is in. It is Trevor Lawrence, QB from Clemson. He's going to Jacksonville. So, Josh, it is confirmed. Trevor is a Jaguar. So, um, you can uh, – what, what, what are your thoughts about him potentially on your fantasy football team? Um, he's young and experienced, uh, obviously. So, I'd have him as a backup, see how he does and progresses throughout the season, maybe put him in as a starter later on, but I would not draft him to be a starter. Yeah, I have to agree with you guys. So now that the pick is in, let's go. I know you guys kind of gave your projections for them next year, but let's go numbers, 17-game season. How many wins do you think you see the Jacksonville Jaguars winning next season with Trevor Lawrence at the head? I'll start. I'm going to go, I think there'll be about a six. 6-5 win team, still bottom, you know, bottom of the NFL with Trevor. I think Trevor will be able to, you know, assimilate nicely in the NFL. I think he'll be, you know, he'll be able to produce right away. But like you said, the defense isn't quite there. I don't think the offensive line is very good. You know, he they have weapons. That is true, but simply not enough weapons to make them a playoff contending team so i'm gonna have to say five to six wins uh for this jaguars team anthony how many wins do you see the jaguars getting next season i mean i'm right there with you i don't see them falling to only four wins i just don't see that happening with trevor lawrence i do not see them going above seven wins so i'd I'd have to say six wins it would be my final prediction all right and josh uh, are you right there with us with six wins for the Jaguars next season? I'm just under you guys. I'm at four wins. Um, four. Uh, I don't think that they're going to progress much. They had one win last season, so I think they'll get three more with Trevor Lawrence and Urban Myers. But, um, yeah, this defense needs to shape up 
or else they won't be winning much or any at all. Okay. Some harsh words there from Josh, but it is the truth there. So now we'll move on to the second pick. Uh, Zach Wilson is predicted to be the second pick. Uh, we'll go to Josh. Josh, you, the Jets taking Zach Wilson here in a couple minutes. Um, you know, Zach Wilson, very talented quarterback. Um, I'd like to see him go early in this draft, uh, see how he does in the NFL. But I just don't see it compared to Justin Fields. Um, you know, Justin Fields with Ohio State, like I said earlier, just behind Trevor Lawrence. Um, like he, he's a beast. I think he's going number two. I don't like uh, uh, Zach Wilson. At at number two, um, even though he had like more yards, more touchdowns, more or less interceptions, um, he had the better stats. But I think that Justin Fields is gonna um, gonna go number two with his athleticism. Okay, so Josh shaking it up a little bit. A lot of the experts are sticking with Zach Wilson here. I think I have to agree with them. I think New York already has their mind made up. They want Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, I don't know if he wants to play for New York, but that's probably where he's going to go. Uh, New York got a new head coach, Robert Saleh, so obviously they're going to bring in a new quarterback. It's going to be a new regime, uh, a fresh start out there in East Rutherford. And I think they will take Zach Wilson. I'm right there with you, Josh. I think Justin Fields is the second-best quarterback, but I think – you know, it's just going to be one of those cases where a team likes a quarterback a little too much to pass up on them. So I think they're going to take Zach Wilson. I'm not saying Zach Wilson is an excellent player. No doubt he is a crazy playmaker. He's a spark plug when he's out there on the football field if you're watching him. I mean, he makes incredible plays. Kind of reminds you of Patrick Mahomes in that sense where he can make plays out of nothing. He can make, you know, really good throws. He's good outside the pocket, throws off balance. You know, you see him making crazy shovel passes and weird angles on his passes. So he's kind of like that spark plug, which I think is exactly what this Jets team needs. They need someone who's going to come into their offense and he's going to re-energize them. And I think that's what Zach Wilson can do. And I do see the Jets taking Zach here in two and a half minutes. Uh, Anthony, do you think it'll be Justin Fields or Zach Wilson here? I really don't see Justin Fields just getting with the second pick. I see Zach Wilson, and I, I'd i have to agree where you said his ball placement, his pocket awareness is just elite, and I think the Jets just have made their mind already. It's just too good. They, they already decided, basically, and I just don't think they could pass up on it. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree. But, Josh, I would not be surprised if Fields is taken here. Because I, I agree with you that Fields is the second-best quarterback in this draft, no doubt. Uh, the New York Jets pick is in, so we'll see in a minute or so if they did go with Zach Wilson here. There is the argument that Zach Wilson did not face as much competition as, say, Justin Fields did. Uh, Anthony, how important do you think that is when looking at a player? Do you think it really matters whether Zach Wilson played good competition? 
I mean, I don't think it matters as much as people can make it seem. I don't I if you put Zach Wilson up against the people that Justin Fields would play, I don't think there'd be much of a difference. Maybe just less time in the pocket. But besides that, I I do see Zach Wilson just on the, almost on the same level as Justin Fields. All right. Josh, do you see that competition being a factor as to why you have Fields over Zach? I mean, competition's always a factor. You're going to have great competition whenever you play an NFL team, so teams have to look at that. But, um, you know, I can still see and understand Zach Wilson over Justin Fields. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't think competition is a big issue. I mean, he was still playing D1 football. He was still playing, you know, in the Mountain West. So, yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal. But here's Roger Goodell at the podium. And the New York Jets have taken Zach Wilson, quarterback, out of BYU. So, Josh, you were incorrect on your pick. Sorry about that. But Zach Wilson is heading to New York. So uh, let's go. Same thing. Let's go. Win projections for the New York Jets with Zach Wilson at the helm. We'll go to Anthony. Anthony, how many wins do you see this Jets team with Zach Wilson winning? All right. So I I do not see them getting six wins like Jacksonville. I just think Trevor Lawrence can lead them to more wins. But I say Zach Wilson and the Jets, I see them getting four or five wins on the season. All right, so a little bit lower. Josh, uh, are you right there? I know you were a little bit lower on the Jaguars. Do you see the Jets, you know, at about the same or a little bit higher? Uh, I have them about the same, four wins. Um, you know, I don't think they do. Um, maybe like a win better or a win uh, or a loss worse, but um, I think it would be very close if Justin Fields were taken instead of Zach Wilson, so we'll just have to see. Okay. Yeah, I'm right there with you guys. Four or five wins for the Jets. Zach Wilson, I think he'll be a decent quarterback in the NFL. Uh, Just I don't think the Jets have enough. I mean, the defense is lackluster. It's not very good out there for New York. And they have minimal weapons on the offense for Wilson to play around with. I think their new head coach, Robert Saleh, will do – a very, very good job. I think he's a great coach, and I think he'll be able to lead this Jets team to success in the future. But next season, I think it will be more of the same for New York. So that leads to the highly controversial third overall pick. I know I've talked to you guys already. We have some differing ideas on what's going to happen with this pick. Um, I'll send it to Anthony. I think there's three different players that could be taken here. But, Anthony, who do you see the 49ers taking with the third pick in this draft? I mean, I'm right now I'm tied up between three players in uh, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, and uh, Trey Lance. I Most people are saying Mac Jones, but and I feel like Kyle Shanahan will make that pick, but it will not surprise me if uh, Trey Lance goes third. All right, and I know you liked Trey Lance. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, what do you like about Trey Lance over Justin Fields or Mac Jones? 
I, I like him as a mobile quarterback. I mean, I'm really all for mobile quarter, mobile quarterbacks. I think they they'll be more new, like uh, more in the season. There will be a lot more mobile quarterbacks, and I just feel like Trey Lance will be a great fit with Brandon Ayuk, Jeff Jeff Wilson Jr. and I just and uh, Raheem Mostert. Yeah, uh, I have to agree that mobile quarterbacks are the future of the NFL. There's no doubt about that. Josh, uh, who I, I know your guy, Justin Fields, you like him. He's still on the board, though. So who do you see going number three to the 49ers? Okay, I see, of course, Justin Fields, but <laughs> not because of they think he's going to be a super great star in the NFL, not because um, he's going to do great, but to trade for Aaron Rodgers, I think that they're going to draft him um, as some trade bait. Uh, even though I do think he's going to be great in the NFL, I don't think that's what they're going to draft him for. So I do think that Justin Fields will be third overall. That is a very interesting you. A very interesting point you just brought up. Maybe use Fields as trade bait for Rodgers. That would be very, very interesting uh, indeed. So the first two picks, Lawrence and Wilson, I don't think there's any surprise there. But for me, this third pick, this is when the real you know, mystery of the NFL draft starts. We don't know who they're going to be taking. It's going to be a full surprise. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen. For me, at number three, I really want them to take Justin Fields because Justin Fields to me is so much better than Mac Jones and Trey Lance. But I fear that Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers may be, I don't want to use the word stupid, but that's the word I'm going to use. I feel they may be stupid enough to take Mac Jones at number three, which is my prediction. I think they're going to go with Mac Jones and let me tell you, I'm going to be very, very angry if they take Mac Jones at number three because I think it's simply ridiculous. And there's Mac Jones on the screen now. There's simply nothing that guy does that's better than Justin Fields. But I feel like the 49ers have bought into him too much. I feel like he's the reason they traded up to number three. And I feel like they're just completely sold on Mac Jones. And I think that's who they're going to go with. But I, I really hope they don't. I, I do like Justin Fields a lot more than Mac Jones. And if they do pick him, I'm going to have a little rant for you guys. So just be ready for that. Um, but well, in our mock, yeah. I, I just have to say, I 100, 120% agree with you on that take. I just, Mac Jones, I just feel like Kyle Shanahan will pick, but I just don't see him fitting as well as Justin Fields or Trey Lance in 49ers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we, we can rant together if they do. Um, in our mock draft that we did, um, the 49ers took Justin Fields, and that was Jack Boyke, and he picked Justin Fields for the 49ers. So we'll see if that comes true. And if they do take Justin Fields, I will be so, so very happy. And if they do take Justin Fields, then I think we could see Mac Jones potentially drop, you know, to into the double digits, 15, 16, seven, you know, 17. I think we could see him drop all the way down there. So for Mac Jones, I feel it's either the third pick or you drop down to like 15 for Mac. And the 49ers pick is 
in, so we'll have to see if they do go with Mac Jones. Or, like Anthony said, Trey Lance. You know, personally, I'm not a huge Trey Lance fan. For me, the issue with Trey Lance is competition. I know for Zach Wilson, I said it doesn't really concern me that he hasn't played anybody, but I think it's a little bit different with Trey Lance. He only played one game, uh, I believe, this past season, or limited games. Um, he obviously plays in the F- FBS or the second division, Division Two in college football. So that is the issue for me. We know he's a freak athlete at quarterback. I think he can be very good, but I do like Justin Fields a little bit better than Trey Lance. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to see. Anthony, I saw you unmuted. Uh, what would you like to say? Yeah, so if if I, if Mac Jones did not get picked, I'd see Justin Fields getting picked. But I don't see Mac Jones falling all the way to 15. I, either fe- I feel I'm going 9 or 8, either from the Panthers or the Broncos. Yeah, that's true. I could definitely see that. So, Roger Goodell's on the podium. This is this is uh this might make me very angry. Wow. Wow. I think I'm ahead of you guys. This is Trey crazy. Lance. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Dakota State. Well, I I I can't say I'm totally pleased with that, but I am very happy. Anthony, you're a prophet. You got it right. Um Let's hear your initial thoughts seeing Trey Lance walk out to that podium for the 49ers. I, I, as I said, I love this move. I mean, I just, I can see this fitting so well in the offense. I could just see them trying to work this out, do something very, very good. I could see this as a playoffs team, though. Okay. Uh, let me tell you, Kyle Shanahan has just saved you guys from having to hear me rant for the next 10 minutes about Mac Jones. So that is a good thing. Josh, initial thoughts about Trey Lance going to the Niners? Um, I think that he will look really good in a Packers uniform. Uh, ah. Trade bait. Um, you know, he's a great QB, young QB. Exactly what the Packers need, uh, especially with Aaron Rodgers uh, wanting out. So I think this is perfect. Way to get Aaron Rodgers. You know, I don't quite think he'll be used as trade bait. I think San Francisco will stick with him because they traded all the way up to three. I think they're definitely going to stick with him. Like I said, I, I I don't like him as much as Justin Fields, but I like him a whole lot more than Mac Jones. And mobility is the full reason. I mean, I, I mean Trey Lance, he's just such a great runner. He's a bigger guy, too, so he's able to take the blows, but he's also extremely quick and agile outside of the pocket. He's got a very decent arm on him as well. I think it might be a more difficult transition. I think it, we might see it take more time for him to adjust to the NFL, considering he's coming from a lower college team. He hasn't quite seen as complex of defenses as Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields has seen. But I think he has the potential to be a very solid starting quarterback in the NFL. Oh, uh, if I may, I I don't see this. I don't see them being, or I don't see Trey Lance being used as trade bait, just because they dre- or they have Jordan Love, and they might try and work something with him. But if not, they could also trade for another QB. Yeah, I think that could definitely happen. So. With the 49ers, 
They have Trey Lance now. Let's go win projections for the 49ers next season. Anthony, was it you that said they are a playoff team now, or was that Josh? Oh, that was me. Okay, so how many wins do you see them winning next year in a 17-game season? I see them either winning 9 or 10. I know that's kind of far, but I just, with a healthy defense, George Kittle, now Trey Lance, I just feel like they could get 9 or 10 wins, maybe even go second round of playoffs. I don't see them going past that, though. Okay. Josh, are you right there with Anthony or a little bit lower considering you think they're going to trade Lance? Or higher because uh, you think with, they're going to get Rodgers? With Lance, I think eight wins. Like Anthony said, maybe second round of the playoffs, no further. But if they do trade for Aaron Rodgers, I think 11 wins, maybe three, third round of the playoffs. Um, you know, you never know. So I guess we'll have to see. Hopefully, I can I get to see Aaron Rodgers in that 49ers uniform. Uh, we'll we'll just have to wait and see. Okay. Um. Yeah. I I, I just don't see them trading Trey Lance. But with Trey Lance, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go 10, 11 wins. I I kind of I kind of feeling this 49ers team. You know, last year they were really banged up, and they were still a very solid football team. People tend to forget that the year before they were absolutely dominant, made it to the Super Bowl, gave Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs a run for their money. So I, I'm seeing 10, 11 wins in a very tough NFC West division. I think they'll be one of the best out there with Trey Lance. Like I said, I think it'll take Trey Lance a little while to adjust, but if they keep Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, they can still start Jimmy G for a couple games, then ease Trey Lance into that starting job. I mean, this 49ers defense. They're so dominant when they're healthy with Bosa and, you know, company. With, and then on the offense, they have playmakers. Now they have Trey Lance. They have Raheem Mostert, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, who is the best tight end in the NFL when he's healthy. So, yeah, I, I see 10, 11 wins for this 49ers squad. So now. Will, I'd agree. Was it, Anthony? I would agree with you. I just I feel this offense is going to be absolutely nasty. I don't feel like I feel like they'll be a more running team, but because Brandon Ayuk. But I just I, if they develop Trey Lance and Brandon Ayuk and some chemistry, I feel like they could be a really really lethal team. Yeah, I agree. So now we'll move on to the fourth pick, which is held by the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, the pick is in, so I'll go to you guys really quickly. Anthony, who do you think the Falcons are going to take here at number four? I feel like they will be taking Kyle Pitts at the number four pick and pair him with Julio and Calvin really very nicely. All right, Josh, are you also rolling with Kyle Pitts here for the Falcons? Yeah, I think he's a great fit for the Falcons. Uh, I like Kyle Pitts and all that he's going to bring to the Falcons. Yeah, I'm also rolling with Kyle Pitts. I think he's a freakish athlete. I mean, he's the best tight end in the draft by far. He's the best, you know, receiver you could call him in the draft. But I would not be surprised if they go Mac Jones, which or Justin Fields. Uh, I would again be very angry if they took Mac Jones, but I wouldn't be surprised. And I wouldn't be surprised if they potentially took Jamar Chase because Julio might potentially get traded. You know, that's a uh, a section of the game or He's a person who there's a lot of buzz around potentially him getting traded. So maybe they draft Jamar Chase, but Kyle Pitts would certainly be a great 
great replacement for Julio, and he would also do very well alongside Julio as well. So I'm also going with Kyle Pitts for the Atlanta Falcons. So the pick is in. So here comes Roger Goodell. Anthony, are you going to be angry if the Falcons take Mac Jones or not quite as angry? I will be pretty angry if, if they take Mac Jones. I will not – the only quarterback I will not be angry at if they take over Kyle Pitts. I will not be mad if they take Justin Fields. With an aging Matt Ryan, I just feel like that actually be a decent pick. But I'd say they can, get, they can still get something out of Matt Ryan and choose Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I agree. So let's hear what Goodell has to say. And they took Kyle Pitts, tight end from Florida. Kyle is heading to Atlanta to play for the Falcons. Let's go initial thoughts. Anthony, uh, what do you think about Kyle Pitts and the Atlanta Falcons? I mean, I like this move. They got a dirty, dirty receiving core now, if you include Kyle Pitts in the receiving core. And I, I, I just don't see them becoming that much of a change with Kyle Pitts, but with a new quarterback, I can feel like they could go be better next season. Okay. Uh, Josh, what are your thoughts on Kyle Pitts? I like Kyle Pitts. I think he's another weapon for this Falcons team. Um, he has great speed, athleticism, catches the deep ball, contested, and uh, it's just another weapon for them. They're going to be going to be good. Yeah, I love Kyle Pitts. I think he's going to be a great player for the Falcons. And, you know, pair him alongside Julio, potentially if Julio stays in Atlanta, but also Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage are there as well, along with Hayden Hurst. So it's a very dangerous offense. Uh, yeah, I would have understood and I would have liked if they take Justin Fields, but Kyle Pitts is was 100% the best player left on the board at this time. So I think it was a pretty easy pick for Atlanta. I mean, when you look at Pitts, I mean, he is such a mismatch for anybody on the football field. I mean, he's extremely tall, but he has insane speed for a guy as big as him. I mean, he is a great pass catcher. You know, if he wasn't as tall, he would still be an excellent wide receiver. And, you know, talking about him being a mismatch, you can't, there's no one on the football field that can guard him. You want to put a corner against him, that's fine. They'll just throw it up, and he will moss the corner because he is that much taller. And then you want to put a linebacker against him? Well, you can't because the linebacker won't be able to keep up with him. He's just a mismatch. He's a defensive coordinator, nightmare, and he's going to be scary when he gets into his prime, which could be very, very soon. So let's go win projections uh, for the Atlanta Falcons next season with Kyle Pitts. I know, Anthony, you said you don't see a lot changing. Uh, what's your win projection for Atlanta next season? I'm gonna have me either going six or five, six or seven. I gotta meet in the middle. Just say six or seven wins with Kyle Pitts, and if they just get the defense, just like amp up the defense, I feel like they could definitely win seven games on the season. All right, Josh, uh, how many wins are you seeing Atlanta with Pitts? I'm gonna go just above that with eight. Um, like I said, he's just another weapon for this amazing offense. They already have Julio and Matt Ryan. Um, so, yeah, eight wins. Yeah, I'm going to go, you know, six or seven wins. 
for this Atlanta team. Um, I don't think he's going to make that much of a difference in his first season. Uh, like you said, the defense is not good at all, and I think there's not much you can do with a bad defense in the NFL nowadays. So, yeah, with Kyle Pitts, I think six, seven wins is about par for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I think they will trade Julio. It'll save them a lot of cap space, and I think that's something that's going to happen. They can obviously get a great return for guys such as Julio. Uh, so Kyle will definitely have to step up for Atlanta, uh, but still 6-7 win team. Uh, that's how I see the Falcons going. So we're four picks in now, and now we have the fifth pick, which is held by the Cincinnati Bengals. And I think this is also a very intriguing pick as well. I think we could see, I want to say, three different players go at this spot potentially. Uh, so we'll go to Josh. Josh, who do you think the Bengals will take with this fifth overall pick? You know, they're in need of a wide receiver. You got like Jamar Chase, Jaden Waddle, but they are in desperate, desperate need of an offensive tackle. So give me Panini Swell. Panini? <laughs> Panini. Oh... <laughs> okay. Uh, why? Why do you think they're gonna take Panini Swell? <laughs> you know, uh, Panini only a junior. <laughs> six six three thirty will be a great bet blocker for this Bengals offense. And if they get a wide receiver, uh, he's got to be quick, got to be fast, because. Um, they have no time to throw the ball. So, give me Panini. All right. Anthony, do you also see Panini Swell uh, getting picked um, there for the fifth? I see. If they go an offensive lineman, they go Panini. If they go wide receiver, <laughs> if they go wide receiver, they take Jamar Chase. They get that chemistry, but I got to go Panini Swell as well. Yeah, I'm also going to go with, uh, I think how you pronounce it is Panini Sewell. I'm not, I, I mean, I don't even know how to pronounce it, but I think no, that, that's, that's fun, a little bro. better than Panini. Um, yeah, I think but, it's Panay. Uh, yeah, Panay. Okay, Panay yeah, Sewell. Yeah, someone like right. that. I'm not sure. It's a tricky All name. Right, it's not like that. Yeah, it's a tricky name. Um, yeah, I don't know how you got Panini. But, yeah, I think they'll take Sewell because <laughs> they're in desperate need of an offensive lineman. I mean, the offensive line is simply terrible. And you saw Joe Burrow paid for that last year. He got sacked a lot, and he tore his ACL. Joe Burrow is their quarterback of the future. There's no doubt, and he can be very good. But he can't be good if he's running for his life on every play. So you've got to go get Sewell. He is an excellent blocker. He has great upside at that position. He's going to be an impact player as soon as he gets on the field for Cincinnati. So for me, I think they've got to go Panini. Um, Jamar Chase is the other pick that people have been talking about, but I just don't see it happening. They have wide receivers. They have Tyler Boyd. You know, they drafted T. Higgins last year. I don't think they need to get a weapon at this fifth overall spot. I think they've got to go Panay Sewell. He's the best lineman in this draft, and he will fit very nicely in to the Cincinnati team. So the pick is in. Uh, I want to go to you guys. Uh, Anthony, have there been any surprises to you? There haven't been any surprises to me so far. 
has any of these picks really surprised you much? Uh, not really. I mean, Trey Lance, I, I wouldn't, I wasn't surprised that they took him. Uh, so, so far there hasn't really been anything. We haven't really been in any depth of the draft yet, but if I could talk about, uh, the pick real quick, go um, for it. Jamar Chase, as you said, T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, if they, they could definitely, uh, form T Higgins into a great wide receiver. And I just, after what happened last season, with uh, with their quarterback, I just I do not see them picking Jamar Chase. I have to go Panay Sewell as well. All right, Josh, any surprises for you so far? I know you like Justin Fields, so are you a little surprised he hasn't been taken yet? Uh, I am. Um, I don't think it's going to be the biggest surprise, but Trey Lance was a bit surprising to me um, that they would have taken Justin. Guess not. I guess they didn't like him. Guess he wasn't a good fit for them, but um, for the Bengals, I think it's a no doubter, Panini. Um, and if they don't take Panini, <laughs> then I don't know <laughs> what they're doing. Yeah, I definitely think. Look at the, Do you see that guy at the screen, Josh? He has a big hat. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, nothing has surprised me yet. Uh, I might be surprised with this pick, but I don't think I will be. Um, yeah, no surprises yet. Trey Lance, sure, kind of, you know, unexpected, but I wasn't surprised by it at all. So here's Roger Goodell drafting for the Cincinnati Bengals. No! I do not like this pick. And the Cincinnati Bengals Josh, like Jamar bit... Chase. Yeah, Josh is a little Jamar bit ahead Chase. of us, so oh, oh, he knows what's going on. I mean, I again, on this pick, I... I didn't see this as something they wouldn't do. This didn't surprise me fully, but I don't like this pick at all. I mean, after what happened to Joe Burrow, you just can't let that happen again. And if they're if they're if Joe Burrow just keeps running around in the pocket, doesn't have any pocket time, there's no point because they're not. He's not even going to be able to find Jamar Chase that well. Yeah, uh, you know, Jamar Chase is a great wide receiver and all. And I think for Joe Burrow, this is a little bit of a sweet and sour moment for him right now. It's sweet because he played with Jamar Chase in college. They were extremely successful, and they're obviously great buddies, and I think they're going to enjoy playing together. But I think it's a little bit sour for Joe Burrow because he is rehabbing from that torn ACL, which was caused by his terrible offensive line. And the Bengals said, you know, you, you can keep running. We don't need to protect you. We're going to go with the wide receiver instead of Panay Sewell. And Charlie has joined us. Charlie, how's it going? It's good, man. I'm just, you know, shocked, you know, going over, coming, you know, it's 9 o'clock, I'm back, but um, I'm right. shocked. You know, Niners took Trey Lance. You know, you know, you know where I've been getting my sources from? Where? Pat McAfee, and he called it. Ah. Called yeah. it. Pat, smart guy. So you were yeah. surprised by that Trey Lance pick, Charlie? I was. I um, I don't know. I just didn't really um see it. I thought maybe they would. I mean, someone else. I know they already traded for, it, but maybe someone else would trade for him. But I mean, I think that I think he's a great player, and he'll be, you know, have a good career. All right. And uh, what do you think about Jamar Chase going to the Bengals? Honestly, you know, I saw that coming. 
But um, I still think they, you know, I, I think they should have taken Sewell. I mean, even though he has an injury, you know, kind of risk, I think the reward is better than the risk there. And, you know, they can easily just give him some great medical care. Just an athlete like that, I don't, I mean, I think they need him to protect Joe Burrow. But, you know, a wide receiver is still a good pick for them. Yeah. And uh, we'll go to Josh. Josh, what do you think about this pick by the Bengals? I think this pick is stupid. You're going to get your QB hurt. Um, you know, it's always fun to play with a friend, but um, not when you're on the sideline because you're injured um, and you have no time to throw to Jamar Chase. Um, I think it's dumb. Joe Burrow should be mad. He needs an O-line. They didn't give it to him. So, this is a stupid pick. Sorry, I'm eating Oreo right now. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I have similar thoughts. Um, but we have the Miami Dolphins are on the clock, and their pick is in. So, guys, do we see Sewell going to the Dolphins now or potentially Jalen Waddell? Uh, we'll go to Charlie uh, here. Oh, sorry. Either way. I think if Justin Fields is on the board in the next pick, I want the Lions taking him. I'm thinking the same thing, Charlie. I like how you think. I would love that. I would. I love like that. that, Charlie. But um, uh, I mean, I mean, give Detroit pick, what Charlie. it wants. Honestly, I don't. I mean, I'm fine with taking like 20 first round picks, man. I I don't care at this point. I'll give away our whole team. A lot of these players excite me in this draft. So I mean, I I feel like. I don't want to take. I mean, I want to take Parsons, but Fields is still on the board, so I don't see how we don't take him with the next pick. All right, and uh, who do you think the Dolphins are going to go with, Charlie? Um, I will. You know, I probably would have thought Chase here, but um, you know, maybe they go Waddle. Waddle. Um, yeah. I-, I don't really see him going Suo, but um, I don't know. We'll see. I- I'd say Waddle though. All right, Anthony. Uh, do you see Waddle as well going to the Dolphins? I do. I see Will Fuller, Waddle. I feel like that could be a great receiving duo. I do not see Panini as uh, – I, I, do, I don't see Sewell going to the Dolphins. I, I see Jamar Chase as a good fit there, and I feel like he will go there. Or not okay. not Jamar Chase. Sorry, Jamin Waddle. Yes. Charlie, just to fill you in uh, a couple minutes before you joined, uh, Josh – was announcing the pick, and he said that Panini Swell uh, went to. No, no, we were talking about Peni Sewell, and he called him Panini Swell. So now at least he didn't call him Penis Sewell. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least he didn't do that, Charlie. Um, but uh, we'll go oh, to Josh yeah. now. Josh, who do you see the Dolphins taking? <laughs> So I want to say Panini, but I just think that they, um, they're they in need of a wide receiver for Tua. So I think Jalen Waddle and Tua will be a great duo. They'll be really well. They'll do really well uh, next year. So give me Waddle and not Panini. Yeah, I got to go with Waddle too. I don't think they're going to take Sewell uh, here. Waddle, injury concerns, but when he's healthy, he's electric. Another guy I'm looking for at this pick is potentially Devontae Smith, the Heisman winner. Could he potentially reunite with Tua? I know Waddle is also potentially reuniting with Tua. Personally, I like Smith a little bit more than I like Waddle. 
but I think um pick is in pick is in the pick is in so uh let's wait and see Josh no, no spoilers I, I, I got an alert should, should I, I spoil it? it no hey wait wait wow it uh, let's Josh just say, I'm like 40 just, seconds behind. Let's just, wait, wait, am I allowed to say it? Yes, yeah, you can say it. Jalen Waddle. All right, we went Jaylen four for four. Waddle. That was pretty good. Yeah, so, uh, hey. Charlie, why don't you lead us off? What do you think about this pick? I mean, honestly, I think it's great for the Dolphins. Uh, I mean, I don't think Tua had a great season last year. I mean, I, I almost think, you know, Fitzmagic definitely had a better season than him. But, you know, it's his first year. He's got to get adjusted. I mean, like most Alabama quarterbacks, his game isn't exactly fit for the NFL, but I think they can put a lot around him, give it a few years, see what they can develop. But, yeah, a wide receiver like Waddle would do great things at Alabama. Um, I think that will be fun to watch. All right, Anthony, what do you think about Waddle to the Dolphins? Oh, I like this pick. I think this is the best pick they could have done right now. I don't think they needed Sewell. And I just think Jalen Waddle was a great pick for them. All right. Uh, I like Waddle at this spot. I think he'll fit in good with Tua. I think when he's healthy, he's absolutely electric. But there is those injury concerns. Uh, personally, I do like Devontae Smith a little bit more. But Waddle is an excellent player as well. I think this draft class is really stacked in terms of talent. So I do like Waddle uh, at this spot. Josh, what do you think about Jalen? I like Waddle. I think he'll be a great receiver for Tua. And I think they're going to win um, many, many games this season and in the following seasons after that. Um, you know, they didn't really need Panini. That's why they didn't get him. But uh, Jaden Waddle's a good pick. All right. So the Detroit Lions are on the clock, guys. I know this is the pick that Charlie and most of us are most interested in uh, being from Michigan. Charlie, I know who you're going to say, but who do you want the Lions to take at number seven? First of all, well, I'm not from Michigan. I'm from Detroit. The Detroit. Detroit. The Detroit. Um, just want to let you know that. And second of all, I mean, honestly, there's like, there's like four players I'm so happy with. I mean, Devontae Smith might be a reach at this point, but I'm happy with them taking Devontae Smith. I'm happy with Justin Fields. I'm happy with Sewell. And I'm happy with Micah Parsons. Either one of those, I am happy. There's all good different reasons for them. So I'll obviously see what they have to do. But, you know, Justin Fields would be sweet because, I mean, I just want, you know, a different offense. You know, a fast, mobile, long-arm offense. You know, Matthew Stafford was fun, but it's over. So, you know, it's time to move on. And that would be a great way to start things. All right. And Charlie, just a hypothetical here. How angry would you be if the Lions took Mac Jones. If the Lions take Mac Jones, I will leave this podcast immediately. And I don't know. I, I will burn a jersey in my fire tonight. Okay. All right. If that happens, well, I need to see a video of that. Charlie. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that... why get Jared Goff 2.0? I mean, it doesn't make any sense if they do take him. So, um, but yeah. But would you I be surprised, that... though? Because it it's doesn't make any sense. Like, they weren't even looking at him. But, but would you be surprised? I mean, it's the Lions. Yes, I would like be surprised. Ebron, I, would, I wouldn't well, be surprised. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> okay, but, uh, there's my answer. I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. All right, Anthony, who do you see the Lions taking here? Uh, I mean, Justin Fields is still available. I say pick Justin Fields. That would be the most fun to watch, too. 
But Sewell, Sewell, however you pronounce it, I would not be surprised if they took it. But I just I don't see them picking Panini. Uh, I don't see them taking a wide receiver right now. I mean, they could definitely replace Kenny Galladay with Devontae Smith, but Jared Goff is just is no nowhere near the talent of Matthew Stafford. Don't see it working out. All right, Josh, who do you see the Lions taking here? You know, they're not really in need of a QB. We got Goff. Um, maybe wide receiver here. Maybe Devontae Smith. Just kidding. We have Justin Fields on the board. Give me Justin Fields. Yes, I'm right there with all you guys. Justin Fields, please. Detroit, uh, Martha Ford, the Fords, please make one good pick in your life. You have doomed this franchise for so many years, so please make one good pick. Um, no, I nice. actually think this would be... I think this would be the Lions, like, like most, like, like, like a most electrifying player they picked in like, like, like years. When was the last other, time other than Calvin Johnson? Calvin Johnson was like six, like eight years ago. More than that. More than that. Like ten, yeah. Because yeah. like, well, they took Eric Ebron. Yeah. Well, and then they I, took they took Pettigrew. They took. I mean, Hawkins. They take tight ends all the time. I mean, Hawkinson so, is very Hawkinson's exciting. I'm excited about Hawkinson's him. He's the goat. Hawkinson's fun to watch. But also, like, it gets it gets boring at a point taking tight end after tight end. So at least we have a solid tight end. Pits off the board. So I don't see how we don't <laughs> take Fields. I mean, let, I mean, just to your point, Eric Ebron has molded himself into a, a nice tight end. Just not he wasn't good when he was with Detroit. Just as soon as he I leaves mean, Detroit, he's I good. think he had a great year with the Colts last year. I mean, he did drop a lot of catches for the Steelers this year, like he yeah. did in Detroit. So yeah. um, I, I think he he's he's an average, you know, good tight end, but nothing like too special. Not not like a top ten pick. Okay, Anthony, you're gonna say something. Uh, go ahead. Oh uh, yeah, well, I just bringing up the point. T.J. Hawkinson. I mean, bringing in Devontae Smith that would give two weapons, but. It would also make Jared Goff a subpar quarterback throwing to you with also the defensive needs, the, the horrible defense. Uh, that You could really go any position at this point, but if they pick Mac Jones, I will be furious. If they pick Mac Jones, we might have to end the podcast after I go on a rant. Oh, okay. Agreed. Okay, they, they, I'll announce it. The pick is in. He's hey, hey don't announce it until. Dude, the alert is quicker than the announcing. I know. Come on, Justin Fields. Justin. Fields. I hate this so much. Josh, just quiet. No, it's Panini, isn't it? Yeah. It is Panini. It is That's, Panini. I, I, I'm totally fine. I think they, they need no line. So He's a beast. I have. He, he, I haven't even was. gotten my like, the pick yet. <laughs> Anthony's a little delayed, but Anthony, it is Panini. I'm like 40 seconds. <laughs> you know, Suo was supposed to be the second pick. Back in January, people yes. got nervous about his injuries. The same thing happened to Bobo. I mean, you saw what <laughs> Bobo did. So honestly, this is the Bobo of the NFL. He's gonna be special. He he's gonna be he's gonna be the league for at least ten years. Mark my words. He's gonna be a lock. The only problem is he's either gonna leave Detroit in a couple of years or we're gonna ruin yeah. his career. Yeah. So yeah. that's the problem. That's what kind of yeah. Detroit's famous for. But uh, Anthony, what are your thoughts about Sewell coming to Detroit? You cannot be mad at this pick. I mean, their their O line's not that great. Justin Fields would have been more fun to watch, but 
at the end of the day, you got to go with Panini, which is the smart pick at the moment. So I, I, I kind of like this pick. Uh, give Jared Goff some time in the pocket. Yeah, I don't see any reason to be angry at this pick. I mean, the Lions have a lot of holes that they need to fill on their roster, and you know they just chose offensive line. And Sewell is a fantastic player. He's already at the level of being a very good starting offensive lineman in the NFL. He doesn't, you know, there's obviously parts of his game where he needs to grow, but he's already at the level where he can be an impact player for Detroit. Sure, it would have been, you know, you know, the flashy pick to take fields, and, you know, it would have been a lot of nice, uh, it would have been really nice to watch him play for Detroit, but, you know, football games are won between the trenches, so I like yeah. this pick. I think this is the flashiest O-lineman in, like, 10 years also. I the mean, this guy, this guy has swag. This guy looks like a full-grown beast. I mean, you watch his highlights. This guy just stomps over his opponents. He already looks like he's been in the league for 10 years. So, honestly, this is like... I remember watching this guy back in um his highlights back in the fall. And um I was like, this guy's going to go number one, number two. No way the Lions even have a shot at him. And so, I mean, now I'm pretty hyped that we just get a really elite, really high ranked O-line. Um, and we're not just reaching on some random guy from, like, some random school. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, so Carolina Panthers on the clock now. This is an intriguing pick because they have no quarterback at the moment. And Justin Fields is there. I think it's too easy. Yeah. I think the Panthers are 100% going to take Justin Fields. But, Anthony, I think you're agreeing with me on that one. Yeah, I mean, come on. Justin Fields at this at eighth pick, you have to pick Justin Fields. If you pick Mac Jones, you, I don't know what's up there. But Christian McCaffrey, Justin Fields, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, that's going to be a sweet offense to watch. Yeah, I have to agree. Charlie, uh, who do you see the Panthers taking at number eight? I mean, they, they, they do have Sam Darnold. So that yeah, they do have Sam Darnold. I mean, maybe they trade this pick too because someone else. I mean, honestly, if I'm the Panthers and you want like if if the Panthers want truly want Sam Darnold, then they're trading this pick for someone who actually wants Justin Fields. Sure. But if they want Justin Fields, they're gonna take him. Honestly, if I'm the Panthers, you either take Justin Fields, you trade this pick. Now in that scenario, could you potentially see the Patriots trading. Oh well, never mind. The pick is in, so oh, the pick is in. That. I, Josh, so then, who do you see I'm the Panthers sweet. taking? I see them taking um, Rashawn Slater. Um, you know, offensive tackle. Uh, they just traded for a QB. I don't think they're going to take Fields. So, and they need a tackle. So, yeah. yeah I th- yeah, but I, th- I think Fields is too good a player to pass up on falling to eight. I think it'll be an absolute steal. I really do. Well, that's what the Lions did. Lions passed up on him. I know, but the I mean, Sewell is also a steal at number seven. I think. I mean, the, I certainly yeah, exactly. feel he's a steal. So, the, I don't think I, I don't mean, think the Panthers can make a bad pick here unless if they take Mac Jones. Yeah, I could see I, Micah Parsons, Slater. Uh, you know, Fields. I think those would all be good picks. Um, what do you guys think? 
I would. I mean, I'd. I'd love to see Justin Fields there. Would not. I. I, I could see them going somewhere else, but I. I don't see them going to Devonte Smith. I mean, Justin Fields at this. At this position, you. You take him. I mean, Sam Darnold. Sam, it wasn't really Sam Darnold's position that got him. That was like ruining him. He's just not that great of a quarterback. You know, I I think Sam Darnold has potential to be good, but I I just I just don't think they can pass on Justin Fields. Um, Charlie, do you think Micah Parsons or Rashawn Slater would be a bad pick here? Um, no, I honestly um, I mean I st- I think they could yeah, I mean maybe they could trade down a couple picks for Slater, but you know I don't think Slater's a bad pick. I don't think, I mean, especially after um, Keegley retired this past few years, I mean, they've been needing that, you know, good linebacker presence. So I think Parsons would be a great, you know, um, linebacker, you know, speed rusher too. So I think that would also be a great pick for him. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that. But I, I don't, doesn't seem like they're trading down because there's Roger Goodell walking out for what? the Panthers pick. Josh, have you seen it yet? Mm-hmm. He's like five seconds ahead. No, there's no. You haven't seen it yet. No way. You probably seen it right now. I have. I have not seen it yet. I, I'm seen it. Wow, that is. <sighs> what is it? Whoa! What? I know. Shocking. Devontae Smith. What is that? No, JC Horn. It's not what? Corner available. No, no, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Wait, uh, who'd they pick? J.C. Horn, he's a cornerback from South Carolina. Oh. Now, listen, I like J.C. Horn. I think he's a good corner. But this is a reach. Come on, man. J.C. Horn? I don't even think he's the best cornerback in the draft. Personally, I think he is. But, I I mean, in our mock draft, he dropped to 10, and I think that's fair. Um, I think it's just a reach. Come on. You have Fields. You know, you have Smith, oh, oh. Parsons, Slater, all on the, still all on the board. I don't, I, Matt Rule kind of, to me, messed this up a little bit. Um, what do you guys think? Wait, did you say J.C. Horn? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Anthony, what are you thinking about this? I personally, I don't really like this pick. I, Justin Fields was just too good of an, just to pass up, but. Going on the next pick, I, I think Denver Broncos, they have to take Justin Fields. Uh, no, because, I don't know. We'll talk about no, that in a second. Locke we'll talk about that. Lock still needs one more year. So, they, I mean, unless you want to sit out Fields for a year and then have him, and, like, Lock has a good year, then you could trade one of them. But, honestly, if I'm the Broncos, uh, man, I mean, I could see him taking Slater, but. Let's talk about J.C. Horn, Charlie. Uh I know you're not pleased with this. What are your thoughts? Um, I just thought, you know, like you, it was a reach. I think they easily could have traded down to like 15, 20, you know, for the Patriots to come up. I think they still could have gotten him or, you know, maybe they really wanted him. But um, I still think they could have gotten him or another really good defensive presence with like – the 15th pick or, um, you know, 20th pick, somewhere around there. 
Yeah. Um, but I, a part of me is kind of happy because the farther Justin Fields falls, the closer he gets to the Pittsburgh Steelers draft pick at uh, 24. Shut up, shut up. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey, the Steelers actually came out and said that it's more than likely Najee Harris, but if Fields falls, they would not be – they would scoop him right up, and I would be so happy. But I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm just pointing that out. It could. But if the Broncos don't take Fields, you have to look at, you know, who's coming up. The Cowboys, no. Giants, probably not. Eagles are not going to take him. Chargers aren't going to take him. Vikings aren't going to take him. And then it would be the Patriots. But I think the Patriots are kind of sold on Mac Jones. So that'll be something very interesting to watch for. Uh, so, yeah, with Denver, who do we think they're going to take? We'll go to Josh. Josh, who do you see the Broncos taking at number nine? I see Slater. Um, didn't they just trade for Bridgewater? They did, yeah. Yeah, so they have Bridgewater. They have Drew Locke. I don't think they're going to add, uh, add another QB to their, um, their team. Uh, so give me Slater, offensive tackle. Yeah, I agree with that. Charlie, who do you think they're going to take? Yeah, I'm going to go with Slater as well. I think um, getting an offensive, you know, line presence is, you know, good to start something up there. But um, after this pick, I'm going to head out. It was um, it was fun with you guys. All right, no problem. Thanks for dropping in, Charlie. We appreciate it. Uh, Anthony, who do you see the Broncos taking at number nine? As much as I kind of would like Justin Fields there, as you say, Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, I don't see them taking it, but I do see them taking Rashawn Slater just to protect whatever quarterback they end up starting to pass to Jerry Judy or in Sutton. Yeah, um, so just looking ahead, we still have Devontae Smith on the clock, I mean, on the board. We still have Fields. We still, you know have Micah Parsons, Slater. We think he's going to go here, but we're not entirely sure. We still have Mac Jones, too. So let's talk Fields and Jones. Looking ahead, where do you guys think Fields and Jones will land since they haven't been taken yet? Uh, I'll go first. So I would, I mean, all everyone else, no one really needs a quarterback till the 15th pick with the New England Patriots. And then maybe the the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I think those are uh, the two teams where they're going to end up, but I'm not exactly sold on which one is going to go to which team. I wouldn't be surprised if either went to other team, but I'd say Justin Fields to the Patriots would be kind of a good fit there. Yeah, I'm looking at the Giants potentially at number 11. I don't know if they're 100% sold with Daniel Jones. Like you said, the Patriots at 15. I think the Patriots, if given the chance between Fields and Mac Jones. I think they would take Mac Jones, honestly. Uh, looking at number 19, the Washington football team, I think they would potentially take Mac or Fields. I think they would 100% take Fields. Or potentially the Bears at number 20. Could they potentially take Fields I mean, or Will, Jones? In our mock draft, Trey Lance, oh, wow. to the, Trey Lance fell to Washington. So. That is true. Yeah, in our mock draft, Lance went 19 to Washington and but, Mac um, Jones also, I, did fall twenty four to the Steelers. I could if, if I mean I think like you know um, I think Fields is available for the Raiders too. 
I mean, I could see them taking fields. They'll get a – I mean, because they've just been average over these past, like, few years. And, I mean, obviously they need that presence that they have lost since Khalil Mack. But, I mean, I think fields would be great there too. If the Raiders take fields, I think they would use him as trade bait for Aaron Rodgers because Rodgers has said he wants to go out west. He wants to, And the Raiders is one of the teams he listed. So that could be interesting to look out for. Um, let's just say, in our mock draft, Mac Jones fell to Steelers at 24. If that happens in real life, tomorrow I will have a special show where it'll be like 20 minutes long where I rant about Mac Jones going to the Steelers. You guys could tune in for that if you wanted. But that that's just if it happens, which I, I really hope it doesn't. But we'll have to see. So the Broncos pick is in. Um, we haven't been able to talk, you know, win projections, but let's go back to the Panthers with J.C. Horn. How many wins do we see the Panthers winning next season? How many games do we see the Panthers winning next season? We'll go to Josh. I see them winning around, like, six. Um, you know, they added another great player to their defense. Um, they're still in need of a QB. Uh, they got CMC, uh, so I think they'll be okay. They just need a QB to complete this team. Okay. Uh, Charlie, how many games do you see the Carolina Panthers winning? Um, I, I see them winning, like, yeah, five. So, I mean, okay. honestly, I just think, I mean, first of all, they need to create an offense, and then they need to stay healthy, you know, get get the system going where they have, you know, multiple players so we'll see all right and here comes goodell out to the podium wow oh my gosh it's so far ahead (laughs) wow okay what was it patrick certain cornerback from alabama all right i'm gonna head out but you know honestly i don't think this pick is horrible Charlie, thank you for stopping in. Appreciate Mm -hmm. it. Thank you for having me. Have a nice night, Charlie. You too. Uh, So let's talk Patrick Sertain to the to the Denver Broncos. Um, Not a fan of this pick, but we'll let Anthony go first here. I mean, I don't think this is a terrible pick. I think there was other options that would have been a little better, but I. I don't see this pick being like where you could be like, oh my gosh, why the heck would they take this? But I don't see this also being the best pick they could have made. Yeah, uh, not a fan of this pick. I wasn't a fan of the J.C. Horn pick, to be completely honest with you. I'm not a fan of this pick either. Uh, Guys I have ahead of Sertain that the Broncos should have taken, Parsons, Slater, Devontae Smith even I would have rather seen them take, and Justin Fields I would have rather seen them take Fields as well. Uh, Sertain is surely he is a good corner. Um, is he top 10 worthy for a pick? I don't think so. I mean, yeah, I certainly don't think he's top 10 worthy, but he went number nine. Um, Broncos, sure, they needed a corner, so they added one. But I feel like there were too many, like Slater was still available, and I think they should have picked him up because they desperately need an offensive line. It's obvious that they are sticking with Drew Locke as their quarterback. They're going to give him one more year. So why not give him some more protection on the offensive line with Slater? I don't know. I'm not John Elway. 
I'm not, you know, the um, guys up in the office for the Broncos, so I don't know what their thought was. But, I mean, it's not a terrible, terrible pick, but it, it's not a good one for the Denver Broncos. Um, Anthony, what's up? I I think Sertain was the best possible pick. Or not, or not Sertain, sorry. I think Slater was the best possible pick. I mean, I'm I would have said Sertain would have gone to the Dallas Cowboys uh, if um, the Broncos did not take them. But I, I do see Slater giving like a little bit more protection to Drew Locke, seeing how he does. If he doesn't do well, maybe trade for a quarterback or trade up for a pick to get a quarterback, or maybe even go with Teddy Bridgewater. I'm not sure, but. We'll just have to see how this plays out. I, I don't really like this pick that much. I don't think it was the best possible pick, but I can't be that mad at it. Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, Josh, what are your thoughts on this? I would have rather seen um, Slater to the Broncos. Um, some more protection. He's a beast from Northwestern. Um, but they chose the cornerback, which is not a bad pick. Uh, clearly what um, the Cowboys would have uh, wanted if they weren't picked. Um, you know, I just didn't think that was their first need. I think that an offensive tackle was, and they messed up on it. Yeah, I completely understand uh, where you're coming from. So now Dallas Cowboys on the clock. I think this is a very intriguing pick because, you know, Slater – I don't think the Cowboys really need an offensive lineman at this spot. Wide receivers, Devontae Smith, they don't need a wide receiver. They have Cooper and Gallup. Uh, you know, then you're looking Justin Fields. No, they don't need Justin Fields. They have Dak Prescott. Who are they going to take at number 10? Micah Parsons, maybe. Uh, Anthony, who do you see the Dallas Cowboys taking here at number 10? Here, I'll make my uh, pick, and then I think I'm going to head out. All right. But I do see Michael Parsons. I, I see them definitely going as a defensive player. And I see Michael Parsons being the best fit into their defense. So I'm going to go with Michael Parsons. And hopefully I'm right. But I think that's going to do it for me for the night. Thank you for having me, Will. All right. Yeah. No problem. Um, thank you for stopping in. Uh, you did a good job on your debut. And he left. Josh, the Eagles Will. just traded for the 10th pick. Got to say that. Um, Aha, I beat you to it. So now yeah. we have the Eagles at the 10th. Who do you like for the Eagles here, Josh? For the Eagles? Um, now, um, probably Slater. Probably they traded up for Slater or Devontae Smith. Either one's a good pick for them. Um, uh, I don't know. I, yeah, don't know I think, I think they came up for Devontae Smith, to be completely honest with you. Mm -hmm. Originally, they're at 12. Mm -hmm. I don't think Smith goes to the Cowboys, but I think Smith does go to the Giants at 11. So now the Cow, now the Eagles are saying, okay, we know the Giants are more than likely going to take Smith, so we need to jump up and take him because they desperately need wide receivers. Come on, their wide receiver one is Travis Fulgham. Okay, if they're going to fully commit to Jalen Hurts as their starting quarterback, they need a wide receiver. So they're going to go get the Heisman winner. Um, I understand Slater, but I don't think they would have needed to trade it up, trade up to get Slater. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of why I'm thinking uh, Devontae Smith here. Anthony, you have rejoined. Anthony, you want to – oh, and he left. <laughs> okay, Josh, 
so you are you're saying are you going with Slater here? Slater, uh, number one. I was I was deciding between Slater and Devontae Smith. Looks like Devontae Smith is going to be taken here. Uh, thought they swapped picks, but they didn't. Philadelphia still has the twelfth pick as well. Um, really? Oh, they do. Interesting. Yeah. So, okay. uh, I think they can wait on Slater for one pick and get Devontae Smith ahead of the Giants. You know. No, I th- I think they're going to go Devontae Smith here, and I don't think they're going to be able to get Slater back at 12. I think if Devontae Smith's not on the board, I think the Giants are going to take uh, Slater at that spot. But we will have to see. Uh, a minute 30 left on the clock here, so they are taking their time. Josh, uh, let's let's revisit the... Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. No, not the Dallas Cowboys. The Denver Broncos taking Patrick Sertain. How many games do you think they're going to win next season with Sertain? Um, they traded for Teddy Bridgewater, who's not a star at the QB spot. Um, I mean, he's pretty good, but you know, not like Aaron Rodgers or any of those guys. So they still need help on that QB spot. Um, they got a good cornerback. I uh, don't think it's what they needed. So give me, give me like four wins for this Broncos team. Okay, Anthony, you're back. Anthony, thoughts on the Eagles trading down? Yeah, I was just about to uh, talk on this. I feel like they're going to go Devontae Smith, get a weapon. Uh, and I think I'm just going to leave it at that. I just kind of just came in to say, like, I- I'm not – Kind of surprised, two picks, but I do see them taking Devontae Smith. Okay. Uh, the pick is in for Philadelphia, and Josh Dallas actually does own the 12th pick now. So that will be interesting to watch. Eagles did trade that 12th pick for the 10th. Oh, I didn't see that. It was... Yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a little delayed on the TV screen. Uh, it's all good. So we'll have to see well, if Roger Yes, what's up? I I think actually what they may have tried to be uh what the Cowboys might try and do with this is I feel like they're trying to get uh a lot, like a defensive player and I don't think that they they think that uh Micah Parsons will fall to, or will not get picked by the New York Giants or Philadelphia. So I think they might just try and get something else, plus still get Mike Parsons. All right. Well, uh, I could definitely see that happening. So we're going to have to see. Um, guys, I think we're going to have to end this podcast after the tw- – I think we'll go to the 12th pick with Dallas because we are already at an hour and a half, and it's going to go a little bit long. Um, since we're not going to cover every pick uh, this weekend potentially – we will have a first-round draft pick grading where we will go over all the first-round picks and catch up on the ones that we're going to miss tonight. Uh, the fact of the matter is this draft takes way too long, and that is definitely something the NFL needs to fix because nobody wants to stay up till midnight on Thursday uh, watching the NFL draft. So, um, yeah. But we will see these next three picks because I'm very intrigued by these next three picks. 
So here comes Roger Goodell. Pick is in. Pick is in. Here's Roger Goodell. Philadelphia Eagles select. Shh, shh, shh. Devontae Smith, wide receiver, Alabama. Uh-huh. I, I, wait, wait. I need to confirm this. Yes, Devontae Smith. Why is he <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, yeah, fan of this pick. Josh, you saw it first. What were your thoughts? Um, great pick. Great um, to trade up to get this guy. They weren't sure about Dallas, what they would have done, or um, or the Giants. So they traded up, got a great pick. And I like this pick. Yeah, I like this pick as well. They need weapons. They've committed to Jalen Hurts as their starting quarterback. And they need to add weapons around him. Devontae Smith, Heisman winner. I think he will be a a very solid wide receiver indeed. Anthony, what are your thoughts on this pick from the Eagles? I like this pick a lot. Let me tell you, because Jalen Hurts... Finally getting a weapon, he can now show what he's got. Just having Rieger and other and other abilities, like just didn't like it that much. Devontae Smith, I like this pick a lot. I like the trade up, and I think this will be a good fit. Yeah, I have to agree with you. So, with Devontae Smith, with that weapon, how many wins do we see for Philly next season, Anthony? Um, I'm gonna have him winning around. Six or seven games. Uh, may, they would not, it would not surprise me if they won eight, but I, I don't see them going that far, so I got to go six or seven wins on the season. Yeah, I got to go like six. I really – I mean, I don't think Jalen Hurts is the answer for them at quarterback. So I think, you know, the defense isn't great either. I think with Jalen Hurts, they're not going to go super far. So I like them with like six wins. But I do like this pick for Devontae Smith uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Josh, how many wins do you see the Eagles winning? How many? I keep saying that. How many games do you see the Eagles winning next season? I have them winning seven. Um, great young offense. Think they will work well together. Um, maybe another Super Bowl uh, in these coming years. Okay. Wow. A bold prediction from Josh. Um, so yeah. Uh, We'll move on to the New York Giants, who have the 11th pick now. Um, For New York, um, I think there's an obvious pick, and then there's also maybe a pick that's flying under the radar. There's been a trade. I just traded that pick. With who? With the Bears. The Bears! Wow. Wow. The Bears. Wait, wait, Um, wait. What does this mean for the Bears? I, I have an I have an inkling for what this means. I think it's Justin Fields time out I there in Chicago. I do too. That would be amazing. Yeah, I think I think Allen Robinson not happy with their quarterback. They got Andy Dalton, but come on, Andy Dalton is not as good as Justin Fields. I think it's Justin Fields time out there in Chicago. I, I don't, don't know you, about Josh? that. Well, you don't. Who do you think? Redhead Andy Dalton is a beast. Underrated. He's amazing, uh, but. Justin Are you, Fields I can't talk joke is younger, and yes, I am joking, Anthony. Just like Panini. All right, yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't know if you were joking about Panini. <laughs> I, I don't either. I think the first time you said it, you were serious. You, you, 
but it's all right, Josh. But um, I, I think if the Bears take Slater here, I think a lot of people will be really, really angry with them trading out to get an offensive lineman. Yeah, it's just a field's time for Chicago. I'm excited. This is this is this is exciting stuff. It's they exciting have camera stuff. on Mac Jones though. How mad would you be, Will? Oh, okay. To get Mac, if they take Jones. Mac Jones, we're ending the podcast right then. Okay. Okay. Video. I swear on it. Because. <laughs> it, Wait, how long it, is this? One forty-six. One forty. Oh yeah. my gosh! It's been going on for a long time. Like I said, we'll do these why, last why two they picks. Why did camera on an empty couch? Could I make a bold prediction? That's where Justin Fields was sitting. That's where oh, Justin Fields was sitting. And then people are now <laughs> coming in the room. Will. What? I'm going to make a bold prediction here. And I'm going to say if they pick Justin Fields, they could go into the second or third round of the playoffs. That's I, I have to say that. No. I, I, I like that. Bold. I like that. Stop that. No. They have I, Fields, I, they have a good running back. David Montgomery and Tariq Cohen. Agreed. Wait, no, just David Montgomery. But they have Allen Robinson. They have Cole Komet, Jimmy Graham. They have that defense. The defense is insane. I like. I mean, their their weakness is their coach. But I, yep. I want to say with Justin Fields, they could be a playoff team. Maybe not second-round playoff, but they could be a playoff team. I, I like seeing go second round. Huh? I, I mean, I'm not uh, doubting it. I'm not doubting it. Josh, what do you think about that? Uh, if they do draft Justin Fields, I see them going eight wins into the first round of the Whoa. playoffs. And would, eight, would eight wins get you in the first round of the playoffs? Because it is a 17-game season. Oh, it is a 17 Right. Yeah. So nine wins? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nine wins. And... um. Yeah, I, I think that those nine wins will get them to the first round, and then they will get out first round of the playoffs. All right, well, the pick is in. If it is Mac Jones, we won't end immediately. I will rant. I will let you guys rant for a little <laughs> bit. And then we'll end it, okay? Rant. I don't want it to be Mac Jones just to hear you rant. Let me say quickly, yeah, you, yeah. If, Bears, if Bears pick Justin Fields, I see them winning 10 or 11 games on the season. Okay. Listen, it – it, it'll be good good cinema if they take Mac Jones because it'll be pretty funny because I'll be pretty fired up. I'm <laughs> not going to lie. Josh, um, don't make any noises, okay? Yeah, please do not spoil this. The Chicago Bears select. He's not even at the podium yet, dude. <laughs> no, he is. For me, he well, is. Now he is. Well, yeah, but he's, you're not that far ahead. You're like three seconds ahead, five seconds, four seconds. How much okay. you want to bet? I'll Shh, tell you who it is no, right now. No, don't. Don't do it. Exactly, exactly. Roger, spit it out. Oh my, here we go. Uh-huh. What's he doing? Why are you talking about safety and nutrition. Oh, we want to see yeah. if they got Jones. They got to do that. You know, oh COVID my. stuff. They got to. They're, they're building suspense. Yeah. No, now it's gonna be Mac Jones. They're building the suspense. Oh my. Mac Jones I leave on the spot. 
Don't leave on the spot. You want to hear me rant? No, no, no. no. We got to rant. We got to rant. I want to hear you guys rant. Oh, my. Here we go, Josh. Please, please, please. Don't say anything. Oh, now. No, 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 Josh, stop, stop, stop. Josh, stop. Stop. Oh, they're having this guy say, all right, here we go, here we go, here we go. Oh, wow. No, stop. It's going to be Mac Jones. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Justin Fields. Oh, my goodness. Let's go. I'm not even a Chicago Bears fan. Justin Fields. I love that pick. Chicago. That is. That's that's the pick of the year right there. That I I well, I'd 100% agree with you. I feel like that was the best pick of the draft so far. It was a steal, absolute steal for the Bears. A plus grading, easy. A, a plus. plus. A plus. A plus. Uh, unless he becomes a bust, then not so much. No, 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 no. We we decide. Even if he's a bust, this... just kidding. He's not. No, no. Come on, Justin Fields. He should have been a top three pick. Come on, let's be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He fell to 11. The Bears pounced on it. No pun intended. I love it. I love this Chicago Bears front office. You know, they've been criticized Beautiful. a lot in the past. You know, they've been pretty terrible in the past, but maybe they're finally doing something right because this is an excellent pick. Matt Nagy, Big. he's a he's a terrible coach, but but maybe he's turning his career around now with Justin Fields. You know what? I think I have a prediction on why they traded for Andy Dalton. Okay, let's hear it. Maybe they wanted... So maybe they knew that, or maybe they were hoping to get a quarterback, either Mac Jones or Justin Fields, or maybe even Trey Lance. But I feel like they wanted Andy Dalton for as much like experience he has in the leagues, maybe to like mentor Justin Fields and kind of give him a feel for the league and kind of like mentor him to win, lead this team. All right, yeah, I fully understand that. So I think we're, I mean, we're at an hour forty-five. So if it's okay with you guys, I think we're going to end the podcast right now. Uh, like I said, we'll be back this weekend with a first round. All the first round picks, we'll be grading them. Like I said, this is A plus, easy. But yeah, we'll 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 definitely do that so yeah. we can go over all the picks. Um, I think this is this is a good note to leave on. You know, I'm pretty pleased with this pick. I'm not. I I've never found myself rooting for the Bears ever, but I like this pick. So maybe I'll root for the Bears a little bit now. Um, but before we go, Mac Jones still on the clock. I'm kind of. I'm not hating. Yes, I am hating on Mac Jones. I'm happy he's still on the board because he's truly <laughs> not worth all the hype he's gotten. Um, guys, we'll go to Josh. Josh, where do you see Mac Jones uh, going? Um, let's see. Who is okay? Maybe he might fall to you know maybe the Colts, Titans. Could be your Steelers, Will. How would you feel if it was your Steelers? Uh, if it's the Steelers, we're going to replace that uh, first-round grading with a uh, Mac Jones rant, uh, if it is the Steelers. Okay. Uh, and what if he goes 15 to the Patriots? I, I understand that. That's where I think he's going to go. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to be extremely angry with that. Yeah. I, I think... You know, that's kind of what I'm expecting now. That's what I was expecting before the draft started. Mm-hmm. Um, that's well, that's where I wanted him to go. I think that's the best fit, and I think that's. I, I don't think he's a first round talent, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. 
So uh, I just want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank Josh for sticking it out. You know, it's been a long podcast. So I just want to thank you for being uh, on the show today. Thank you. It was fun. I didn't even realize it was two hours. Yeah, it flew by quick when you're it having did. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony. Oh, he joined again. Anthony, thank you for being on the show today. Uh, thank you for sticking it out. You know, it was a long one. Uh, I went by quick, though. So just uh, thank you. Thank you for being on the podcast. You did a, a, a great job in your first uh, appearance for us. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Sorry, my phone died on the spot. No, it's no problem. Hopefully we'll be able to uh, feature you in some podcasts in the future if you're up to it. Yeah, I'd be down. And also, can I end on this one note? Go for it. Mac Jones to the Patriots. Yeah, I I, I fully yeah, see your reasoning. That. That, oh, your phone died. Yeah, that's what we said when your phone died. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, but uh, yeah, thank you for being on the show today. Um, thank you all for listening. If you listen this long, thank you for listening to these this uh, exciting two hours. Um, make sure you go follow us on Instagram at just sports underscore pod. That's where you know that's that's kind of our central hub where we post all our stuff. So make sure you check that out. We post a lot of content on there. Make sure you check out the website. We have a couple blogs. We have old episodes, new episodes, a ton of information on there as well. Uh, make sure, you know, you listen to some older episodes and, um, maybe, maybe, you know, go tell some of your friends about us. You know, we're trying to grow and I think we do a pretty good job. Uh, so, uh, you know, maybe, maybe advertise us a little bit. That'd be nice. Um, but yeah, just thank you for listening. Make sure you go check out the TikTok. Uh, I posted a TikTok yesterday on TikTok. It is at JustSports underscore pod. So make sure you check that out. And, uh, yeah, I just want to thank you for listening. Thank you to our guests. Well, well, yes, Josh. Just one second. Um, the commissioner is walking out right he, now. Oh, yeah. All the right. Cowboys All right. Pick. Here's the Cowboys oh, pick. Okay. After this, 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 this is it. And then we can leave at the two-hour right. mark. Look All at that right. guy. <laughs> He's got the drip. <laughs> Ice. Uh, if, uh, Josh, if they start talking for another five minutes, I mean, we might have to cut it. All right, here's Roger. Speak, Roger. Speak. Oh, he's talking again. Oh. No, no, no. No, no, no. Oh, we can see. Okay, okay. My prediction is Slater. Slater. Nah. Yeah, it's going to be Slater. I don't see that. They're all on I truly, Who do you have? Who do you guys have? I, Micah Parsons. Yes, Mike agreed. Parsons, I like that one too. Agreed. Yeah, I, that's that's what I thought. When that's they what I was down. thinking of, and I actually forgot about. Okay, Dallas Cowboys select. Oh, they haven't. No, that's that's not what's oh. happening. But they're, they're hugging. <laughs> As I was saying, they're hugging. The Eagles. Okay, the Eagles and Dallas trading picks. I feel like they knew that they were going to end up with uh, Parsons, so they just traded down. Yeah. Is this guy? All right, here we well, go. Here we go. They are booing her. They're booing. They're booing. Why are they booing her? Wait, is that guy? She said, girl? "Let's go, Cowboys." Oh, that's a, that's a girl. Cause Cowboys. That's a girl. <laughs> Michael Parsons. She hasn't said it yet. That's not true. Yes, it is. Oh, it is true. <laughs> Look at this kid. <laughs> hey. All right, I like that pick. That's a good note to end All on right, as well. Before we go, I would yeah. like to say. Panini is the best pick in this draft. Panini. I like that pick, but I think Justin Fields is the best pick in this draft so far. But his name's oh, 100%. Yeah, but yeah, thank you guys for being on the show. Thank you guys for listening. 
This has been a very eventful episode of the Just Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Will. Finally, signing off.